Hi, I'm Sam Medina. You can catch me on Mile 22, Venom, Elite Battle Angel, and you are listening to Inside Your Head with Nasty Neil. Thank you very much. And I never asked to grow up, so please don't make me do it. I wasn't meant to grow up, don't think I'll make it through it. Things have been going south since I hit puberty. It looks like growing up is just too much for me. Welcome to Inside Your Head. This is Nasty Neil, and I'm joined by Academy Award winning stunt coordinator Robert Nagel. It's very cool to have you here. Thanks, Neil. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So Ford versus Ferrari opens this week. How did you get involved in it? Um, how did I get involved in it? it? You know, it was a project that I'd been following for a number of years. Um, and uh, then I heard it was kind of making its way back around. And uh, Darren Prescott, the second unit director, had gone in for an interview and had told me about it. And, they, and he had given them my name as somebody to talk to. And uh, the following week, uh, I met with James Mangold. And we talked at length about uh, the film, and the rest was history. Yeah. Now, I had uh, read or actually heard an interview where he says that he's uh, not really into racing. He's more into, you know, the story. So Correct. What did, you th- what did you think of that when you're talking to him? You know, about, I assume then he has you to really cover the racing aspect. Yeah. He, so, that, I mean, that was the whole point is for me to kind of bring that uh, to the table and, um, to add to the story. Um, but he gave us the latitude to, uh, you know, design the races the way we, we felt needed to be done. Um, obviously with his blessing. Um, but a lot of the times, you know, I would give him insights to, um, what a racer's mentality is. And, uh, a lot of times he would come back to me and say, okay, but how do I tell that story? And how do I convey that to the audience? And so I'd have to come up and problem solve that, which I thoroughly enjoyed and was very challenging. Um, but just, you know, that back and forth was a great relationship with him. Yeah. Would you say then you were more involved than, you know, in other projects, you know, just with the story and the movie as opposed to, you know, just doing the, uh, the stunts? Um, I think, yeah, more so with this one. Um, I think Baby Driver is probably the second as far as involvement. Um, but yeah, I think for, you know, the, 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 the training that I went through with Christian and the adding to, um, you know, just some of the, the mentality that goes behind these racers and just the, the mindset and the mind games that they even play, uh, I think was something that he didn't know about. Yeah. So, um, do you have a background in racing yourself? I do. I do. And I'm, you know, right, when you run out of money racing, you got to go do something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, that's the funny answer for why I'm not racing. <laughs> yeah. So d- do you think that's something they don't always get right in movies? Uh, like the mindset, the mentality of a racer? I think it's, yeah, I think unless you have that guy that's been there, it's hard to, uh, to know what that is. Um, yeah. Because they're all in. And you can see it with Ken Miles. He's... He, he's fully committed in, in the racing. It's, it's all he really thinks about. Mm-hmm. Now, you yourself, like, how old were you when you got into racing? And did you, so you had that similar mindset? Yeah, you know, um, I started off with drag racing uh, early, early on, and I quickly got bored with it. 
um, and discovered road racing and, uh, thoroughly, you know, just, it, it hooked me. Um, but it's, it becomes a mindset of nothing else exists. You, like your world revolves around that. And even, uh, um, when you're trying to figure out, you know, well, I need to buy this, I need to buy that. Well, that could buy me a set of tires or that that's fuel for the next race. And it becomes that <laughs> it, it comes down to that. Mm-hmm. Is there any similarities that when you got into uh, doing the stunts? Like, do you have the same feeling? It's a different, um, it fulfills a different part of me. Um, there is a competitive part that it fulfills, but there's a creative side that I enjoy more now um, that it fulfills that I didn't realize was there until I got into this business. And uh, I really enjoy that. Yeah. Now, how, how did you even get into, you know, doing stunts? Like, I don't know how one would get into that. It's, uh, you know, you could ask 10, 10 different people and you'll get 10 different answers in the pathway they took. Um, for me, um, I'd run into and become friends uh, with racers that were already in the film business and uh, at some point got hired to drive some race cars on film. And I really enjoyed it. And so I just started transitioning into doing this mm-hmm. so do you do you um you just do uh like car stunts racing stunts that's the majority of what i wouldn't say racing but you know car work is probably 90 percent of what i do um but i've done you know i've been around enough uh film work that uh i understand the, the problem solving and creativity of most anything uh you know when it comes to designing stunts yeah is uh are they equally uh, are they both as both dangerous doing stunts and racing? Um yeah. I mean, you know, we we plan uh as much as we can, but you know, things do go wrong sometimes. Um but we do the best we can to to mitigate that and try and plan for, you know, the what ifs. Mm-hmm. You said you were following, you know, uh the Ford versus Ferrari that they were going to make the movie for a while. Um, is the story itself something personal to you? Um, I just think it's a great story. You know, it's, it's, you know, there's, it's loosely based off the book, go like hell, which is a great read. Um, it goes into far more detail, um, about all the nuances of, of, uh, you know, the interactions of Ford and, uh, the politics and that, and the nuances with, with, with Enzo and the game playing that went on with that. And, um, but it just, I think it's a fantastic story. Yeah. So how, um, how accurate do you have to keep the cars for the movie? Like, do you only use stuff that would have been around at the time? Um, well, I mean, visually, yeah, it needs to, mm-hmm. it needs to match. Um, what's under the hood's a little different, you know, cause we don't really see that that often. Yeah. Now, Christian Bale, I read that you took him to, to racing school. So like, um, like how, how enthusiastic was he to, to learn as much as he could? Very enthusiastic. Um, I took him out to Bob Bondurant's uh, racing school. Um, and it was for two reasons. One, it's it's just a great training facility. Um, and I was able to uh, shadow with the uh, instructor and kind of guide the training uh, to what I needed. And the part B to it is I wanted him to meet Bob Bondurant, who obviously is a, you know, a huge icon from that era. And, um, I, my hope was that we at least spend at least spend a couple hours talking to Bob 
what it turned into is uh, we spent the week out there training and what it turned into is at the end of the day, um, we would sit down with Bob for the next four or five hours every day and just talk. And what I didn't know was that, uh, Ken miles and Bob Bondra are very close friends. So wow. there was a, I mean, the wealth of information from the racing to just the personal insights to, to Ken, I think was tremendous. Yeah. You think that that must've affected how Christian played him then I would assume, you know, m- meeting a friend of his. Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, it, it, he, I mean, he asked some very poignant questions of, you know, about Ken that I, I think absolutely helped. Yeah. Now, obviously, they, you know, you can't let like uh, someone who's getting millions of dollars do all the, do like a lot of stunts in the movie. But like, does he do a lot of actual driving in the car in the movie? He, um, when you see that GT40 um, come in and out of the pits, that's him. Yeah. Um, you know, it comes screaming into the pits and he jumps out of the car. That's him. Um, there was, he did a little bit of driving with the Cobra, um, in the Willow Springs race. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did, he did amazingly, amazingly well in the, uh, in the training, um, uh, hands down the best actor I've ever trained. Mm. So, you know, obviously it's work for you, but how much fun is it to see like, you know, like recreations of these old cars? Oh, it's amazing. I mean, I mean, these cars from that era are just, they're stunning, you know, um, you know, you look at the lines on the Ferraris and, and, uh, you know, they're just absolutely beautiful. And the design of the GT40, I think even it holds up even today. Mm-hmm. So you said like, um, you worked with James about like putting the race races together. So is that, is that usually how it works or was this uh, different than normal? It, <laughs> With film, there's the, rarely there's no usual. Um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, but I, I, you know, felt pretty lucky that I was given that much uh, um, latitude to to help uh, design that part of it, and I think that really helped. Yeah, yeah. Is there some? Is there ever time like someone wants something done that you just think, well, this is like obviously a movie, but it's like it's too unrealistic. You know, like you can like uh, suspend your disbelief, like something would happen. Um, it just depends on the film. I mean, yeah. is, is it a film that's, that's, that's grounded in a different universe that's or true. hyper reality? Yeah. And you know, it's, it's, it just depends. Yeah. I think that shows a lot of confidence on, uh, James Mangold's part though, to, you know, to give you some of the reins in, you know, in developing, uh, the stuff that you're an expert in. Yeah, no, it was fantastic. And it, and it, it was an amazing experience and, and working with somebody like him that is, you know, I mean, obviously he's very talented and very, very intelligent. Um, I learned a lot. I really did. Yeah. Now, have you had any injuries, uh, doing stunts in the movies? Um, I broke my thumb once, so I've been fortunate, no, there, that's yeah, not too but bad. there's, <laughs> there, there is collect what I call collective, uh, injuries, meaning you, know, you crash enough cars and over time your, your body starts to pay the price, even mm. though you're not hurt at that moment. Mm. Yeah. It's kind of like, cause I've interviewed a lot of wrestlers and, uh, and stunt people, uh, you know, different kinds of stunts, like falling down steps and stuff. And right. they always kind of say, say a similar thing. It's more the buildup of the bumps as opposed to one, exactly. you know, one thing. Yeah. Yep. So that's exactly it. So when you're a racer or just a driver in, in real life, you don't want to crash. But, uh, so when you're, you creating crashes, like, uh, I suppose that's going to be a different mindset. And is that aspect fun when you're making movies and 
thinking how you're going to crash it the is. cars. <laughs> it is, but it's also a problem solving thing. You know, how do you make mm-hmm. it look exciting? How do you make it look, you know, perilous and horrific, uh, but at the same time, you know, safe. Um, so that's, you know, there's the creativity side of it and the problem solving side of it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, how about the, when they, you know, take, taking the safety precautions, what are some of the things you have to, you have to, you know, make sure to to make sure this stuff is safe and no one's going to get hurt. It just, you know, having, um, protection for the driver for, for impacting stuff. Do we have, you know, bars in place that are going to, you know, bear the brunt of the, of the impact. So the driver's not getting hurt. Um, do we have, you know, uh, the proper, uh, fire safety gear in place, uh, things of that sort. And, uh, you know, to, to speak to that, um, have you, have you seen the film? I haven't seen it yet. No. Okay. So, um, I don't want to give too much away, but there's a pretty horrific crash, um, uh, at the beginning of the Lamar film. And, uh, we did two takes of it. And at one point in the second take, uh, this car that we launch and starts tumbling, uh, writes itself and slammed into the camera car that was filming it. And, uh, after it hit him, it sent the camera car into a concrete wall and then into a tire barrier. And it was a pretty hard impact, but we had built this car specifically this camera car, uh, to take that kind of impact. And yeah. so he rung his bell pretty good, but he would ultimately he was fine. Yeah. For, for Ford versus Ferrari specifically, like, did you, what kind of research do you do to, to get like the, uh, the races similar to, to what happened? Um, for me, you know, I just kind of looked back at some of the footage they had of that race yeah. to see, you know, if there was anything interesting that we could pull out of that. Um, and then, you know, there's also just some historical points that we wanted to stay true to. Um, and I think we, you know, and then, and then add in some of our own, uh, pieces of action to, uh, spice it up a bit. Mm-hmm. Now, I know it played last week on the six, um, you know, at select cities. Were, did you, uh, did you, were you in, in attendance any of those? Did you, have you seen the movie with an audience? I have not. And, um, a bunch of, uh, the bunch of the stunt team is getting together Saturday to, uh, go watch the film and, uh, it will be with an audience and yeah. be interesting to see. Is that exciting when you see your own, you know, a movie that you helped, uh, create, you know, with an audience? It is because, you know, they obviously are going into it with, you know, a completely different uh, mindset than I have. And you hope that, you know, you get the right reactions at the right time uh, and that it all comes together and everybody has everybody enjoys the film. Mm-hmm. But overall, it's a really great film. Yeah. Now, um, when you watch a movie like you made, can you watch it as a movie or do you kind of watch it as like, well, uh, you know, looking to at the stunts you did and the uh, you know, memories of making it? Um, I can watch it once and kind of turn all that off and just let myself enjoy the film. Yeah. Um, beyond that, I start critiquing myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would assume that's true. Yeah. Uh, so the SAG awards gives out for best stunts and stuff. Do you think we'll ever see that in the Academy awards? I have seen a lot of people talking about it lately. I, I really wish it would happen sooner than later. And, um, and I think, uh, once you see this film, I think this is a perfect example of how the, the two go together. I mean, this both are telling the story and one doesn't stand without the other. And it's, you know, it's not a movie about racing. It's not a movie about stunts. It's a movie about the, these guys trying to, uh, 
as, as a friendship and relationship and build this vehicle to go and defeat Ferrari. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think without the racing, it obviously isn't the same film, but also without the acting, it's not the same film, but yeah. they go hand in hand together. And it's not like this, all oh, these huge over the top stunts. It's storytelling in mm-hmm. the stunts. Yeah. I think a similar would be like Rocky is, you know, obviously it's about boxing, but it's not really a movie about boxing. Correct. Yeah. So, uh, I know the last few years really been a rise back to, uh, you know, using real cars for the stunts there for a while. was a lot of CG, which never looks quite right. But, uh, for someone in the, the industry, what was that like when this CG started to rise? Did that, uh, did, it, did that affect you? Um, I just, I roll my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, now, obviously, um, the rise of superhero movies have been good for you. You've worked on a lot of them. So, uh, what is your opinion on some of uh, the comments from like Martin Scorsese about uh, Marvel, the MCU not being, you know, uh, cinema? You know, it's just it. it it's it, to me, it's it's like a roller coaster. You, you get on, you get on it, and just go, you know, understand you're just going to go for a ride. It just it is what it is. Um, yeah. It's not the same sort of storytelling that he does. And it's obviously you know, it's not anything like Scorsese does. Um, and uh, so to me, it's just, it's, yeah, it's like I said, it's, you know, you're just getting on a roller coaster and here we go. And it's, you know, it's all pretend it's all, it's a, it lives in a completely different universe. Yeah. And I don't think that's been any different than throughout the history of movies. There's always been movies, you know, different kinds of movies, different genres and yeah. So you won the uh, Academy Award in 2015 for the Biscuit Junior, and I'm not sure exactly what this is. So could you explain it? So it, it's bas- the the most basic way I can explain it is it's it's a plat it's a drivable platform that we can put a car on and drive it at speed and put the actor in the middle of the action, and it's used extensively uh, throughout Ford versus Ferrari. Um, so that we could get Christian in right in the middle of it all. Um, and so everything is real around him. I could get cars right up next to him. We could put him up, you know, when we ran around, uh, you know, uh, for the Daytona race, we could get him right up against the wall. So you really get a sense of speed and we can run this rig. At, you know, I think we were filming him at 130, 140 miles an hour at times. And so the, the physics are real and uh, your eye knows the difference. So how did this, like, uh, how did you come up with this? Was it just working on movies? You just needed something that would be easier or capture what you want to um, capture? It kind of, so it, it started with, so um, Alan Pidalford designed the, the first one and it was for the movie Seabiscuit. And it was this enormous uh, platform that they mounted mechanical horses on and cameras. And he ran this thing around a horse racetrack with, horses running uh, right alongside of it. So as they shot profile on the actors, you had real horses in the background with the actors running on the racetrack. And that really put you in the middle of it. Um, It then went on to Aviator, um, and they used it to mount an aircraft fuselage on for some of the scenes for Leo. And while they were filming, a brush fire came through base camp and burnt everything down. And Mm. his original what they dubbed on Seabiscuit because it was so big. They just, uh, uh, affectionately called it the USS Seabiscuit because of the size of it. 
And, uh, so a couple of years later, he called me up and wanted to collaborate and, uh, and build a different version of it. One that was a little more user friendly and not as big. And we came up with the biscuit junior. Um, and at first we just called it that cause we didn't know what else to call it. Um, but as time progressed and you tell the story and the history of the name, um, it kind of sticks with people. And, uh, so we've, we've kept it at that. And what I like is sometimes I'll show up on a set, uh, that not many people have worked with it. And in the beginning of the day, I'll get asked, why is it called a biscuit? And I'll go through the story. And by yeah. the end of the day, I'll overhear three or four people say, Hey, you know why it's called this? And they'll go through the story. So that's <laughs> sort of cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, last question here is before you, uh, before you went from racing to, uh, to the stunt work, were you a movie fan? Were you like a big uh, fan of action movies? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, especially, I mean, especially, you know, car stuff. Yeah. Any particular favorite yeah. ones? Um, my all time car scenes. One of my all time. Yeah. One of my all time favorite has always been Ronin. Uh, was shot very realistically and shot at speed. And I think they did a fantastic job. All right. Pretty cool. Well, I appreciate coming on the show and I've been looking forward, not just cause you're here, but I've been looking forward to seeing Ford versus Ferrari and it opens this weekend. Well, go see it. I hope you enjoy it. Um, I, like I said I, earlier, I think it's overall just a really great film. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I have to admit, I'm not the biggest, uh, I don't know a lot about racing, but the movie itself looked very good. Well, I'd love to hear what you have to say about it afterwards. All right. Very good. Well, I appreciate you doing this. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Thanks. And uh, have a good rest All of the right. day. Yeah. You too. Thanks. Take care. Thanks. Bye. All my high school friends are off in college now. And I get high and watch TV all day. Living in my mother's basement's really not that bad. I got everything I need and I don't pay. And I never asked to grow up, so please don't make me do it. I wasn't meant to grow up, don't think I'll make it through it. Things have been going south since I hit puberty. It looks like growing up is just too much for me. And playing ball Then came my school classes That I couldn't understand And girls who wouldn't notice me at all But I never asked to grow up So please don't make me do it I wasn't meant to grow up Don't think I'll make it through it Things have been going south since I But I say not now No, not right now But when I say I need to get alive 